welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Sith Council with me. Just me today. No, I'm just kidding. Everybody would start dropping out. Uh, nice to have you back on the Sith Council here today on Wednesday, March 3rd. You think I knew that off the top of my head? Nope. Calendars. That's what happens. It's a big calendar right in the bottom of your computers. I don't know if you guys knew that calendars on these things nice to uh see everyone i can't see any of you behind the computer but it's nice to be with you joining me on the show today darth sabra darth kalinowski me and my chicken breast like you said <laughs> chicken boy yeah, we'll, 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 chicken, chicken boy talk, over here we'll talk about that in just a second but uh it's nice <laughs> you to, weren't uh, as much the wordsmith today as you were last week i was a better one last week one. you were oh. rhyming and everything I'm in moving this one. No, this one I was just trying to figure out my computer. It's like my dad trying to figure out. Oh, Skype. God, you got the two screens going? Yeah, it's working. I, I do have the two screens going, actually. Here we go. Playing, Here we go. A little Hans Zimmer before to start the uh, start the day this morning. That that was helpful. But, um, you know, we, we've got some stuff. There was nothing to talk about as far as overall stories. There's like two or well, it's three. It's a light week. Yeah, but I mean, there, there's two good stories, but the rest, there was. I figure what we'll do is we'll just, we're going to talk to the audience here today. And um, so start sending in those super chats. So just so you guys know, super chat is how we uh, how we how we do it here. If you well, an Apple podcast and Spotify, if you follow us over there. You, you know, you leave a, a rate and review. That's how it, this show really gets going. And I know that everybody's really looking forward to all of our, our thoughts on Bad Batch. When that starts airing, we'll be doing that. We'll be doing I think that the when. Those episodes. When are they gonna? When do they start airing? Uh, I'm mean, not date wise. Fridays. Oh. Is, 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 is it a? It's May and it's on Fridays. Yeah. So crap. So we're probably gonna have to move for for that week for those few weeks, depending on where it lands within our geekdom, we might have to move the show. Oh yeah, that's we right. Yeah. To, in order to get that out there, we're, and I would think. Do you think Friday's gonna be the day they always drop their shows? Yeah. Uh, I think Mandalorian's gonna do that. I know, yeah. um, what we want. Marvel stuff is going to be oh. on the same day, like that Friday. So, so much like, stuff. There's so so much. much, dude. So much. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, anyway, the other thing is stereo. If you don't know, after every show that we do here on Wednesday, we do a little after show. Steph and I are going to do one today. We'll be there on stereo. So you head on over to stereo.com slash Christian Harloff. Follow us over there. Any questions that you had for us or, or maybe didn't get in? today on on this stream you can get on over there on stereo so follow us it's amazing i love stereo stereo is um it, it's the app where you're able to interact with your favorite uh shows and you can do it live which is amazing you can is it better than clubhouse i like it better because it's more i don't know what that is either but i'm sure about it it's kind of a radio thing but um okay. but anyway so stereo stereos are stereos are a really great app and so what stereo is you can go you can interact it's the best app that you can interact with um your favorite creators, you go in there, you leave live questions, and you say, hey, hey, I wanted to know about this with Star Wars. I wanted to know this. Hey, this, this. And we can hear your voice. We can talk to you. We can interact with you. And you go to Christian Harloff, stereo.com slash Christian Harloff, and you join us. And it's uh, it's it's really fun. You start your own podcast, too. You talk I, to your friends. It's very easy. You stick on the headphones, and that's it. I want everyone to, when they send in a question to you, like, hey, hey. And then the, the, the question goes. Yeah. They got to start off with a hey, hey. hey. So anyone hey. that does a stereo today, make sure you, when you hey, hey. come into the two of them, just hey. go, hey, hey, hey. 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 It's like a, it's oh, a Brett. Uh, what was uh, Brett? Chad Fennick. Uh, you know, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Brett and I always had this um, this thing we always talked about how the, the for some reason the, the really really drunk guy that's how he'd come out. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. You know, hey, uh, uh, pfft, hey, hey. You, <laughs> hey, hey. The wheeze is what's got me. Yeah. The wheeze. <laughs> 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 it's like I for really, our audio for, listeners. For our audio listeners, the drunk drunk people in Dagnino because Dagnino does the same thing. Dagnino goes, hey, hey, he's got the hand know, up. Like, hey, hey. He's like, hey, listen. Hey, hey, I mean, let me, Steph. I mean, he's doing on, it right. You no, know? I mean, you got Kellen Elsie here. You gotta, you gotta do it, this guy. This guy. I mean, clearly the best. <laughs> um, uh, anyway. This is not SEN. This is uh, this is the Sith Council, and we have some stories here for you all, which is going to be uh, interesting to say the least. Interesting to say the least. So, our first story that we have is the uh, is this look that we have for Fennec Fennec Shand. We knew that she was going to be in the show. That was that was something everyone was saying. They were like, "Oh, we know she's in it. You saw her in the trailer." Um, and then she's um, 
you know, she's going to be doing a, a little bit more as we know from the scene, the Boba Fett stuff and how that gets involved. And the question is, what overall is going to be her role in Bad Batch? You know, like we we don't know this. And I was looking at the um, Star Wars News Net, our friends over there, and they have some great, great stuff, great stuff. And this is the Bad Batch is ramping up its promotional campaign last week. We learned that the show will drop on Disney Plus on May 4th of this year with a new episode dropping every Friday. If I would have just read the article, I would have my own answer. And now the official Star Wars Instagram account released a story showing off the first look at Fennec Shand in the series with her helmet off. Picture was not released in a vacuum, though, and it was part of a larger series of pictures focusing on Star Wars female characters in animated form to celebrate Women's History Month. In addition to Fennec Shand, they also celebrated fan-favorite characters like Padme, Asajj Ventress, Ahsoka Tano. Here is the image once again. Um, I'm liking this image, uh, and I think that now that... I think we're going to see more of a badass version. I mean, not that she wasn't a badass in Mandalorian, obviously, but I think more of the... Like, you start you started to see a little bit of the, the heart come out in in the last few episodes you know so yeah. of mandalorian so i think that's gonna go away and we're gonna see more of that kind of cold-blooded killer we saw in um in the, the first episode what was a season episode three or four whatever the hell it was for season one so what do you guys think what, what do you first of all steph what do you think of the look sick it's yeah. so cool to be able to see Fennec Shand in an animated version. I'm so excited uh, for Ming-Na Wen in general. The fact that she gets to cross over animated and live action. Um, I don't know what her character will be. I wonder if she'll be, you know, uh, training as a shooter, um, getting to know. And that's why she feels comfortable with Boba. Like if she spends time with other clones. Yeah. So I'm thinking. Yeah. Mike, what do you think? I think it looks great. I love I, their animations top notch. It's chef's kiss to me and she looks great do you think that there's going to be like what so let's let's play a so little she's going to be not only in bad batch she's also going to mm -hmm. be in the book of Boba. yeah yeah she's got, she's got a lot her. and she's and it's so she's such a badass too um I mean, actress she doesn't and, age no she no. does not they, i looked at a picture of her the other well, day chun, chun lee from 94 yeah holy she's crap like, she's like 57 years old and she's insane and she's moving around. Like, I'm telling you, like, and I made this joke a thousand times over. I hurt my back parallel parking. This woman is—is is, is that a true story? That is a true story. <laughs> you looking back, like, oh. I just moved like this, and it was—it was hurting for like four days. This woman is jumping off cliffs. She is doing all, and I'm just like, I am an embarrassment when you look at like, uh, you look at the, what she is doing. It's—it's it's incredible. So, uh, I'm—I I love this character. I love this addition of this new character, and I'm pretty, uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited to see what what she's going to be doing in both of these. You know what I really liked about Mandalorian, the last that? episode. Thank that? you, Mike, for asking. I appreciate you asking. Um, the when you had this moment of. It was Sasha Banks and Katie Sackoff, Mingna, and um, and uh, Gina Carano, and they were all together, and they're and they're and they're and they're kicking ass. And it was just such a genuine, like these are just didn't matter men, didn't matter women. These are just four badasses kicking ass. It didn't seem forced, and I loved it, and because you know, they set the characters up so well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know that scene in the that episode. To me, I know Skywalker took the hype, but that scene of the four of them coming through that elevator just blasting away that to me was awesome because it like you yeah. said it was it was organic it didn't feel like some people in other movies recently they like oh that's the forced moment of the girls together but this was like it brought them all together in a cool way and it did i don't think it got enough hype but maybe it didn't because it wasn't like hey look what we're doing it's exactly it's right it just was storytelling it's exactly right it was part of yeah. the, it, it was just part of the the, the show and it's like this you, you didn't question it at all you didn't say like oh they're just putting this together to put it together. It's like, no, this is exactly what these characters have been set up to do. Yeah. They're delivering it. I believe every second of it because they're all strong kick-ass characters. Yeah. And I think that that's why we care so much more now about, about Fennec. You know, you see this image of her and you're like, oh, we already know what she's capable of. And you see her holding the blaster and that look of like, you know, uh, this is this is exciting to me. Steph, yeah. do you agree with us? Yeah, I'm. That scene was definitely one of my top favorite scenes, and yeah. and it was because it was so subtle, and they were just 
so sick. And I think Star Wars has done in the past few years, especially from Clone Wars on, such a good job with their female lead characters. Like, and I know that they posted the Fennec image with other women for Women's History Month. So Padme, Asajj Ventress was in there, and Ahsoka Tano. Those characters, just those four, are one of the best, uh, some of the best female characters in any franchise. I think they do a really good job of making them just characters, not female characters. Agreed. And I think that that's why I think that's why I'm really pumped up to see what they do in Bad Batch. So curious what you guys think um, out there watching, listening. How do you feel about the look? And remember that we're going to we're going to go for as long as we can because with limited stories here today. But if you want us to keep going, you can throw in some of the super chats. If not short show today, that's fine. We'll move on to the next one because a lot of there's a lot of materials coming out and there's going to be a lot of materials coming out because of all the different shows that are coming out with Star Wars. And one of those shows, it's going to be the Obi-Wan show. And there's some more news with the Obi-Wan series, and that's um, some casting. Now, Indira Varma, who I've been a fan of for a very long time, has been cast. And I have questions about this casting in a good way. I have, I have questions, but here's the um, here's the here's the article once again by Star Wars Newsnet. Another Game of Thrones alum is joining a galaxy far, far away. Indira Varma has been cast in the Obi Wan Kenobi series. Deadline is reporting that Varma is joining the cast in the series in an undisclosed undisclosed role. Production is set to ramp up very soon, and the series takes place roughly ten years after the third and final prequel movie. Revenge <laughs> of the Sith will feature some kind of major rematch between Obi Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader. Varma played uh, Elria. Sand- I don't, I'm not going to pronounce that name. Uh, the, the the wife of Oberyn Martell on Game of Thrones. Um, but anyway, he, she, we, we know we know the role. Varma is very well known for, excuse me, well known for small roles such as Rome. That's the one. That's on. I'm glad that they mentioned that because that's that's the one that that she she got me immediately. Carnival Row, and most recently, ABC's For Life. She was an exec producer on the UK series Indian Summer, and also starred in Ridley Scott's movie Exodus: Gods and Kings. Um, so there's a lot of she's another Game of Thrones alum who's acted in Star Wars, in, in, including Pedro Pascal, Gwendolyn Christie, um, and Amelia Clark. So Obi Wan will be directed by Deborah Chow. We know that directed she who directed two episodes in The Mandalorian. All right, so that's that's the majority of the news. Let me let me ask a, a question. And this is this is to you guys, and this is to the audience as well. Is there a shot? And I'm going to say that even though I'm asking the question, I'm saying that the shot is slim, but I'm still curious. Is there a shot that she plays Satine? And could she play Satine in a flashback series? So maybe he's on he's on the um he's on Tatooine. You know, he's haunted by image imagery, and maybe one of those images that he's haunted by is the image of Satine. Now, I think that the pushback that some people might say is she might be a little uh, older to play Satine from when Satine had died. Um and that's certainly possible because I can also see her playing a role of someone that Obi-Wan winds up befriending on Tatooine or yeah. someone who lives on Tatooine or someone outside of the realm. So it, it, it's possible. I'm just curious. I just wanted to throw that out there because I could see that in a flashback series. My only pushback to myself is that Satine was was a lot was was younger when when she when she passed. So uh, what do you think, Steph? Yeah, so yeah, I instantly thought Satine, and I think all of us have wanted to see Obi Wan and Satine, um, especially in a live action version, because to see him in that different character version would be really cool. But a the look would be way different because um, Satine is just like a very very pale, which is totally doable with makeup. So that would that is a little bit interesting, and then also. The age, I think if we saw her, it would be in a flashback, but I'm leaning more towards the possibility of someone that he met on Tatooine. I know in the Obi-Wan series, he had met someone, um, Annaline, I believe, someone named Annaline, and it was like a short story, but that's that's kind of what I'm guessing. What do you think, Mike? Well, didn't didn't she die like 15, 19 years before Battle of Yavin? Uh, no, not to, was it was I it that, that she died? I thought it was when she well, died. It, well, that doesn't matter though because this is okay, this, they're, they're, this, is, gotcha. this is eight years after Revenge of the Sith. Okay, um, I don't so know. This would only be about ten years later, right? They're, ten they, or twelve? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, again, her look is just, but she's a very specific look. The actress, she's a very uh, uh, exotic look to her, uh, and right. Satine to me was kind of very. I don't want to say plain, but 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think well, it's a new character. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's a new character they're creating for the show. Uh, maybe per, perhaps a love interest, if you yeah. will. Well, here's another reason why you might. I I, I lean towards. I asked the question. I lean towards Mike's uh, answer also because the other thing is she's got to look or you would assume has to look similar to Katie Sackhoff because they're sisters, right? Or at least yeah. look like they could be sisters. Um, that these two don't all. look like they're sisters no. at, at all. No. Um, but you know, uh, that's, that's also something that can always be, you know, explained or changed. Yeah, but not necessary. I but, think it's um, a new character. I think you're right, but I just, I also thought it, was it would have been, yeah, it would have been really awesome. I, it would have been like heartbreaking if we actually heard him say, like, if you had said the word, I would have left the Jedi Order or whatever he said right. to her as she was dying. Yeah, yeah. I would. I'd like to see. I'd like. It, it, there's nothing that says they still can't do that. It just mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily have to be her. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. She's just big news that. casting. She's she's yeah. in the realm of the geek show. She's kind of a, a big thing. And I know or she well made known. her mark. I know she really made her mark in Game of Thrones and how kind of how you know she was able to play that vindictive if she wanted to and, and it, but. Rome was the show that got me with her, man. That's yeah, what I, I heard. Everyone I, kept oh. being like, I know her from Rome, not Game of Thrones. But She's Ryan Nilsson told me something really interesting that I didn't even put together. What's that? There's like over 30 Game of Thrones actors who have been in Star Wars. 30? Some crazy number. I'll put the website in the chat right now that goes up. And this was before her casting, so it doesn't count her. But um, yeah, it's an in, insane I Process found her, she did a show, God, 10 years ago now. It was Human Target, the DC Comics okay. show. She she joined the second season, and she was like the lead, female lead second season. So that's what but I discovered her like 10 years, because I never saw Rome. I never saw Rome. I'm I'm late to the party on Game of Thrones. I yeah. know. I know. That's right. But, well, that's the beauty of streaming is that you could always. Uh, no, I remember I your reaction to that final season when we were in the Schmodown uh, old Collider office, and I did that tweet mind. or something about it, and you're just like, no, no, no. Everyone's going to love it. And I go, okay. I, I I just say everyone's gonna love it. I said what I said to that whole thing is I do when when people people just lose their minds right. I said not everybody hated it is what I said. Yeah. And I was certainly one of those people who didn't hate it. My my big I'm ready for uh, Friday night to see what happens with everyone. WandaVision. Mind. Oh, they're gonna they, they, with the director already like people are gonna be disappointed. It's already gonna. I'm letting you know right now. Yeah, but maybe that <laughs> maybe that's a way. Maybe that's a way to kind of uh, yeah yeah soften down the blow. blow. What's his yeah. name? Not even soften the blow. Not even like, soften I'm, the blow. What if what if it's like absolutely hey, incredible and he knows has, it? Has Marvel ever let people down? That's all I need to say. Like, I think some people would say yes. Um, really? I, I I think so. I mean, okay. I'm I'm not okay. necessarily. I mean, there's uh, Iron Man two was a bit of a letdown. I like yeah. Iron Man two. I don't mind it. I tell you what, I don't mind. This is like coming from a guy that's gonna watch these movies ad nauseum. I don't mind Thor. I, like I don't to. mind Thor. I Dark like Hulk. Hulk. I'll I like tell Incredible you, Hulk. Incredible Hulk's one of my favorites, by the way. I enjoy what? a lot of that. I enjoy the favorite. hell out of that movie. I love it. I can't but wait for She-Hulk. Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy 2. Anytime it comes okay. up, I want to put my head right through the All computer. right. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. Oh, no. That's I, it. I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of that um, film either. Yeah, but either this is not a Marvel podcast. I apologize. I know. I know. This Look is, at this me. Is, this is for Star Wars. Um. Anyway. Hey, all you guys. So we're going to be talking about some more stuff. This is a Rolling Stone article that I saw. And this is um, it's another one that this is all the stuff that's going to be on. I'm going to get the hell out of here with this stupid pop up thing. Everybody needs to do pop ups. Uh, here's here is got to get those ad revenue. Whatever here from <laughs> from a galaxy far, far away. Your TV. Here's everything Star Wars streaming on Disney Plus. OK, and it, it, we don't we don't need advertising, by the way. Go please check out the shirts on uh, Skybound uh, for all the stuff that we have going on with, um, you know, faction merch. So no more. Advertising. Yeah, if you want to make yourself 100 percent more sexy, get yourself yeah. a corruption shirt. <laughs> they yeah. look great in the red and That's black. Right. They really do. Everyone's posting them. They're looking great. All right. No more advertising. Make sure you go and get the pay-per-view this weekend. It's going to be on Friday <laughs> yeah. uh, between Dan Merle and Snyder. It's going to be a big one. Be sure Oof. you check that out. That's the last bit of advertising. And join Patreon today. Patreon.com slash Schmodown. Uh, please go and check that out. Okay. From uh, Galaxy Far, Far Away to your TV, here's everything Star Wars streaming on Disney+. Plus. Okay. Products featured are independently selected by our editorial team. I don't care about any of this, Rolling Stone. I want to know about the article. Long ago in a Galaxy Far, Far Away <laughs> Disney Plus became the home of an entire Star Wars franchise with a massive catalog of content spanning from A New Hope, Rise of Skywalker, and beyond. 
theatrical releases, animated classics like Star Wars The Clone Wars to new exclusive shows, everything in the Star Wars universe with the exception of the wonderful train wreck known as the Star Wars Holiday Special. It's available to stream on Disney+. Plus. It's also a great time to be a Star Wars fan if you want to delve deeper into the extended universe as there are plenty of new shows currently in development. Uh, extended universe is not, I don't know if that's necessarily the term that should be used considering that you link it to, uh, you know, legends and all that. Kathleen Kennedy announced a massive rollout of new Star Wars titles at the most recent company's investor day, including several series and films coming to Disney+. Plus. Upcoming films include Rogue Squadron, directed by Patty Jenkins, and an untitled upcoming Taika Waititi-directed film. There are also several new shows, Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, the, Ma the Mandalorian, uh, the Ahsoka, starring Rosario Dawson. Now, here, here's what you can watch on Disney+. Plus. Got Mandalorian. We know that. We got we have all these we have all these different is there anything like different the only the Ewoks movie isn't on there, right? This is this is everything. Episode four, yeah, I think episode five, episode six, episode one, two, three. So in all the movies, all the movies are there. The Clone Wars, Rebels. I mean, we, we know a lot of this stuff, right? Is there anything was there anything on this article that we that we missed? We know we have Mandalorian. We have, oh here we go. Clone Wars, Rebels, Resistance, Forces of Destiny. If you didn't know that, Star Wars Blips, which is one more one minute short starring uh starring BB8. Uh Lego series, you got Lego Star Wars, the new, the new Yoda Chronicles, you got Droid Tales, the Resistance Rises, the Freemaker Adventures, All Stars, and the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. See, I didn't know that all those Lego ones were there, so that's something new. I think that's everything though. And then you got Shaq. Um yeah. <laughs> We, well, there's the new stuff. <laughs> this is the, the new stuff coming in. Obi Wan Kenobi, the Book of Boba Fett, Visions. That's, that's one. Andor. All right. So this is this is good. We have the we have the filming here, but we don't have like the air date. So Obi Wan Kenobi. Let's. This is the stuff we really should dive into. Obi Wan Kenobi starts filming late 2021. So we assume we're going to get that in 2022. Mm -hmm. The Book of Boba Fett is going to debut in December 2021. Right. Okay. Visions. I don't know which one Visions is. I don't remember. People will tell us in the uh, in the audience what Visions is because I don't remember that one. Andor is going to be in 2022. So already we've got Obi Wan and Andor in 2022. Okay. Yep. Star Wars Rogue Squadron comes out in 2023. Ahsoka series TBA. They have not announced when that's coming out. You would assume sooner than later, um, because they want to. They, I I feel that they're gonna that that's gotta that's probably gonna also debut in 2023. I would I would assume. Rangers of the New Republic. I don't know if that show sees the light of day, but maybe it will. We maybe really will. don't think. Why not? I don't. I, well, I, I shouldn't say light of day as much as I say they're probably gonna put it on the back burner. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Well, we'll see. Uh, the Bad Batch. That TBA. That's not TBA. That comes out in May. We know that. Droid Story. Don't know what that is. Um, Lando. Also. No, no word on that since the announcement of it. That's the one I could see not seeing the light. Of yeah, day. me too. They didn't even announce Glover starring yeah. when they announced. Right, it, so the fact that he they didn't do that. I'm like, oh, that sounds weird. Yes, yeah. yeah, look, look at this, look at this already. I what don't am know. I looking at? Look at this. Rangers is rumored to already have been canceled. So I mean, come I don't on know. now. I don't know. Uh, the acolyte. <laughs> that's the one I'm very curious about. That one I want to see him. Uh, Put put that into production, and then uh, same thing with Taika Waititi project, live action film TBA, and then they're not even mentioning the K Kevin Feige stuff, like where yeah. where that is. So yeah. there's there's a lot. Um, if we start here with uh, obviously all of us, you look at this this list that we're staring at. Yeah, I think we all agree, I and mean, maybe I'm wrong. I think that Obi Wan is the one that everyone wants to see the most. Is that is that accurate, or or somebody have something else? Who's this guy? Get out of here. Who, the guy uh, at the bottom there? Who's that guy? Is that guy from Metallica? <laughs> he looks passionate. <laughs> he looks very passionate. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Obi-Wan. I think everyone's been hoping for something like this for decades. Yeah, Obi-Wan, right? That's, that's yeah, the one. That's the, that's one. the one. That's the one. That's the one because people that's been calling this for 20 years. They wanted yeah. an Obi-Wan thing. Especially now you know Hayden's going to be in it. And then yeah. the casting they're going to have eight years after Revenge of the Sith. That's that's got to be the most anticipated i think star wars property since uh episode seven was coming out it's got to be the most anticipated there's there's going to sure. be people are going to be losing their minds when that happens. love or hate so the prequels you can't argue that uh you mcgregor was you and know, dude, top notch and that's and, changed and by the way that because mike after after you know the prequels came out and for at least 10 years the prequels were getting a reaction of just like oh my god the prequel. i don't think that happens as much anymore i think because i'll the, tell you the kids ahead, that grew up with that, the kids that grew up with, with those movies, 
they swear by them because they grew oh. up with them. They they have they and and I'll be honest with you also. I have a I have way more of an appreciation for the prequels now after watching all of Clone Wars and after watching prequels, knowing that George Lucas's vision that he had when he was very involved in the Clone Wars series ties into the overall philosophies and what he was I, doing and the setup for the prequels. I have a I have a stronger appreciation for the prequels than I used to. I'll say having to rewatch those a lot. I love the Phantom Menace now. Like I really, that's the, of the three that I'll go back and watch the most. Like there's just something, there's just something genuine and wholesome about the Phantom Menace. It reminds me of what I watched when I saw the originals. But they're doing now. The Clone Wars did what they're doing now with like WandaVision, and they did with uh, Thor: Dark World, where like the films now or whatever or TV shows are going back to movies that people weren't really from didn't right. like, like Age of Ultron, and yeah. making it like. Like part they did of it. it with Dark yeah. World mm -hmm. and Endgame, and now they're doing it with WandaVision and Ultron, where they're like they're making like oh okay, I like that film now. So it, it, it does make it, it just makes moments in the films that yeah. much more special, right? Like even and even a movie that was all was beloved. But speaking of WandaVision, I there was a there was that scene and there's a scene in WandaVision where I'm not going to spoil the whole thing. I'm not cat. Dennings is talking to Vision and and she's just kind of giving him a play by play of what happened, right? Mm -hmm. And it ties back to the events of Infinity War. And immediately I pushed pause and I went over to, and I watched the scene from Infinity oh. War. I started watching that scene and I was like, yeah, it just has so much more of an impact now. And I think it's the same thing yeah. that Clone Wars did for the prequels. Yeah. And the same thing that all of these things, because I am, I cannot wait until we are talking about the Obi-Wan series and the three of us are sitting here and I get to talk about when they finally talk, uh, show the moment of when Obi-Wan and Anakin have a thing and Obi-Wan feels like he can get him back and feels like there's still good in him. So when I go back and watch Return of the Jedi and he goes, Obi-Wan once felt as you did, I'm going to go, oh, now I know what he's talking about. Yeah. Now uh, I know what he's talking let me about. ask you, what if that doesn't happen? It will happen. What if it doesn't? <laughs> it will happen. I want to lose your, I want to see you lose your mind. On that episode that we tape, I want to see you. Sense <laughs> it is a a massive, massive missed opportunity and almost no, irrelevant. Will, to, almost yeah. irrelevant to have him in the show if they don't. If they don't yeah, do that, yeah. all right. All it's, right. Only, it's the only reason you have him in the show. It's okay. the only reason because otherwise you don't necessarily need it. Because when you have Revenge of the Sith, he's leaving him burnt up. He's like, your father wanted you to have this when yeah. you were old enough. When did he say that? When he was screaming right. for his life when he was burning in front of you? And you just left him there to rot? I yeah. hate you! I hate you! He was a good friend, so I let him burn to death. <laughs> and I didn't check if he was dead. I didn't I didn't just put him out of his misery and stick a lightsaber in his head. I just let him scream like a like an animal. Um, no, but like, so, so, but, but, you know, all that, that's the last time he didn't know that he was, he didn't know that he was, uh, he knew he was Darth Vader, but I think because, uh, you know, they, they show that scene when he goes, uh, to quote Mark Riley's play, henceforth, you shall now be known as Darth Vader. You know, it's like, it's, it's like, the, the, if you go back and you read the novelization that was done, it's such a look inside of Anakin's head of why he turned. That's like, you know, like I said, I, I, although I, I definitely have more of an appreciation for the prequels, I certainly have my my issues with, with some of the storytelling because I think yeah. when you look at an episode of the Clone Wars, um, when, what's the, what's the, oh my God, I always, I always know the Mortis episodes. The Mortis episodes are phenomenal because it, it, it explores inside of all the turmoil and pain and anguish that Anakin is going through. And that's the stuff that I always wanted to see. And that is also my issue with movies. If you would have if if George Lucas had the opportunity to tell his stories on Disney Plus and tell right. the prequels within imagine the prequels, that, that story of all the stuff that happened in a matter of five seasons live action in Disney Plus. You would have gotten so much more detail of the turn and 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 all of that stuff and all of the everything that you wanted to see it just it just wasn't available back then. Do you think he sits back now when he's watching? He's like, "Well, I don't have any of this." When I wanted to do my story twenty years ago, this is this is bullshit. I want to tell my story. I think you know, John Favreau yeah. gets all Favreau gets all the the, the pause now. Filoni, I wanted to do that, but I can't now. George Lucas, I'll tell. I got my hey, four hey, billion dollars. Hey, hey, easy, easy with the language there, Billy. Oh, it's um, kids, sorry, right, it's kids. So what? One of the things, though, that Billy. I was... <laughs> <laughs> Billy. Chicken boy Billy. I'm just eating my chicken. Yeah, chicken boy Billy. Yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike was chewing on a full chicken breast before uh, the, 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 the before the match started. Absolute before, yeah. savage. Yeah, he was. He was just going. I gotta get my protein in. It's eight <laughs> in the morning. Gotta get my protein. Uh, but no, I'll tell you what. Uh, as as Obi Wan said, George Lucas, 
was a cunning warrior. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> George Lucas knows exactly. You ever see George Lucas like that that clip when he's like, "We're gonna crush you like a bug," like when he when he talked <laughs> yeah. to the Jurassic Park. Guy. Yes, George Lucas. I love damn, Lucas. He's, I love that Lucas. dude. Is a damn baller, gangster. Way, he's a gangster. That's not the way that he does certain things, and the way that he like presents certain things. He does things on purpose, right? Uh -huh. So here's something on purpose that he has done. What movies did you see him show up to when he was when and it was very public and movie in general. When did you see George Lucas at all? There's always a story about it. Every, Force Awakens, right? And then not the two after. I don't remember him on Star Wars uh, on Force Awakens. Look, I don't remember behind the scenes pictures of him. Yeah, of him visiting the set. Now you might be right, Steph, but I don't remember that. I'll tell I you know what for I sure he was not Rogue at One. Rise of Skywalker. Certainly wasn't. Nor Last Jedi. Was not. always on the Mandalorian set. Always on the Mandalorian. Always Mandalorian. That's always Dave Filoni. Because yeah. of Dave Filoni, and 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 because like he was, and there's his philosophy well, was transferred over to. I feel that George Lucas feels that the only person that actually listened to him on how Star Wars was supposed well, to be run, not not the business, but the right, philosophies the and the story, well, was Filoni, and he said, and so so why was he at Rogue One? Rogue One was the closest thing tied to Episode Four that I think that you that you saw. But he yeah. also said very vocally, he's like, "I gave them, I, I gave them the script, and uh, yeah. they threw it out. They yeah. he gave them the blueprints for what they would do." And Kathleen Kennedy was like, "No, okay, no, thanks, thanks." It was like that that gif of uh, Steve Carell with the old man. Well, in the office. it wasn't just like, like it wasn't just Kathleen Kennedy. It was JJ also right? But yeah. Yeah, um, but you know, the, and someone said that he visited to see Ahsoka. He he absolutely did in the second in the second season. Yeah. He visited because. He and Filoni, I mean, he just shows you how much he trusted in, in Filoni because Filoni created Ahsoka, and then George's like, yeah, we should definitely hear that. And yeah. and the, and they did, right. and and then he They're went to yeah. visit her. They've got a great, they got a great relationship. So, yeah, he didn't He'll go. He'll probably like, be at the Obi-Wan, too, I feel like, because that's the yeah. next part of his story. And so I was a prequel kid growing, growing up, so when you're a kid, you don't see the issue in the character development. And then when I re... But then I became, like, in love with Star Wars when I was in college and rewatched everything and then understood and then you see the misses that they had in the character development and thank god for clone wars or else right. anakin you're just like what what happened <laughs> right. why are you doing that yeah I, I think i think he will because i think that if you and i go back this is why i'm i'm just so uh, kind of enamored by uh by uh, hmm. deborah chow is that she when you watch that gallery series from the first season and you can just tell what a student of it she is. You know, she's mm -hmm. a brilliant like filmmaker. She's she's this great director in general. But like when you're listening to her as she or watching her, she's listening to Filoni and, and the way that he's breaking it down. She's just like she looks like you ever you ever been in like a class where you're just so like there's classes where you're bored to tears, and then there's classes where you're just like, give me more, give me more, give me more. That's how she looked. She looked like she was just sitting there going, Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, tell me wait, wait, that's that was your experience with George. Tell me, well, keep going, keep going, keep going. And like, like you could see the excitement on her face, and it transfers over into what she's doing and the way that she's just kind of uh, innovative in certain shots she's taking and moves she's making. And I think that that's going to transfer over. I'm I'm confident that's going to transfer over to Obi-Wan. And I agree with you, Steph, that I think that because of that, you're probably going to have some George Lucas appearances on, uh, on the Obi-Wan series as well. Yeah. And then going back to visions, remember it was the anime adaption of some of the stories that have been mm. told in star Wars. So okay. they're getting like some, the top Japanese anime creators to oh. reshare the story. I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that one. Um, cool. All right. Well, I mean, that, like I said, it's a, it's that was that was the majority of stuff. I'm gonna I'll do one more sweep over the and see if there's anything else that there's. Steph, how far along are you in that book? Did you take a break? Uh, yeah, I took a break, but I'm in. I'm now I'm in part two, so I'm like ha almost done with part two, and then I'll, I'm gonna finish it this week okay. probably, and then I can um, give a full review. Uh, Mike, any comics that we're worth talking about yet or no? Uh, the High Republic's going. It it, it felt like a, a slow episode. Uh, say episode. It does feel they do feel like episodes now yeah. because they're coming out. I want to say it seems like it's supposed to be every month, but it seems like it came out every two or three weeks. Um, it's interesting because it, it, it's tough. I, I want to like the characters, but I'm just getting such shades of prequels. It, it's really this High Republic period that they're stuck in. The design wise feels very much like the prequels. I found my I was going through my old comics to find my old. Uh, last Republic, I think it was called Last Republic, 
back during um, the prequels, they had tons of comics, Obi-Wan, Anakin comics. And it just, even the art is very reminiscent of those things. But it's pretty good. I'm waiting for the story to end. Like this, this they usually do it in six issue blocks. So I'm waiting for it to get to that, to kind of give an overall. But if, if you're a fan of them, I definitely remind, I don't want to talk about it because it spoils it. There's a right. couple of big spoilers I'm in there, so. All right. Well, yeah, well, once you get to like six, maybe we'll do like a spoiler. Yeah, I'll, I'll, then I can talk more because it's it's like filler episodes. Sometimes on a TV show, you're like, oh well, nothing really happened this episode. But yeah, uh, um, yeah. Well, someone also said that George Lucas was also on the set of uh, Solo, and that makes sense because of his think about his relationship that he had with Ron Howard, you know, from Willow, and oh and yeah. That. So that makes that makes a lot of sense. That that would be uh, that would be the case. <laughs> we have uh, we have like four questions. We have four questions that we're going to go through. Unless you know people keep putting some more in, we'll stay here until they're answered. But at the moment, we're going to go through these four, and then we'll call it a day. What so, do we got? What do we got? Thank you, Mike. Thank you for, yeah, uh, for us. I appreciate that. All right, here we go. Here's the here's the first one. We got Han talks first. Yes, he does. If Uncle Bob called you up and said, "All these upcoming Star Wars projects, take your pick, and you're in charge." Which would you pick for me, Kenobi? See, I would leave Kenobi alone because I like uh, I, I as I just said, I'm I'm on board with with the vision that they have for um for this right now. You know, I'm I'm on board uh, I, I, with everything Deborah Chow is going to be doing, and I, I don't want to I wouldn't want to touch it because I know that that's the, that's the case. Um, for me, and this is not saying anything against the people that are involved. It's only because I know nothing about it, and I would like to play in that uh, in that realm, and that is the uh, the acolyte. I'd like to play I, that if he was like, you only get to do, you can be in charge of one. I would be in charge of the acolyte because if it's, it's a matter of um, putting that 300 years, who's this now? Oh, my dad's calling me. Um, Uncle Bob, Uncle Bob's calling you. No. So if it's, but if it's uh yeah, that imagine Iger's calling you. I didn't get my phone. It's Bob Iger. He knows. Okay. <laughs> uh, e either way. Yeah. I would take that over because that I would be able to implement uh darth plagueis inside of there and start the and start that that kind of movement or the philosophies of darth bane and start to really show that presence so i that that's the one i think i would play with because i, I i'm to me it's all about the sith and how the sith got back in power and, and were maneuvering throughout that time so uh that's the one i think that i would play with how about you Seth? uh i this would be a hard decision but i think the ahsoka series just because I've fallen in love with that character. And so she's my favorite character and to be able to like put her in a live action version and make sure that the story's been done justly and rightfully so would be amazing. And I'd probably bring on Deborah Chow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What about you, Mike? Uh, Dash Randar. I make a Dash Randar series. Or do I got to go with what's right? I got to go with what, yeah. Wow. Way, to, way to go get the green. <laughs> uh, you know me. I got to go and get the green. Uh, I'll do... I'll do the Rangers. The Rangers. Well, yeah, yeah. there's absolutely nothing there right now. So yeah, yeah, I would go the Rangers, and I would uh, do a little changes in there and, and make Rangers the High Republic. Yeah. All right. Well, here's the next one. Uh, Ryan painted Disney decided to do a Star Wars What If series like Marvel. What story would you want to see? Oh. that's an easy oh. one for me. What a great uh, question. It's easy for me. What if What, what if Anakin didn't turn? Oh. Okay. That's that's all there, right. Let me. There was there was a series. There was a comic book, I think, or at least imagery. Let me think of, of, that. of that. That that would be a great one. I'd love to see that. And maybe they do that. That would be amazing to try to do. Okay, I got one. You Can got I go it. first? Yeah. What if Han was never saved from the carbonite from Jabba? That's a good one. Think about what happens down the line. Yeah. Holy, that changes everything. Everything. There's no. There's no Kylo. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I would love to see like the story of uh, Darth Plagueis and that like the entire how that happened, like how he how he was able to live and keep living. I don't know how they would tell it, but that's not a what if stuff. Come oh, on, get sorry. It to, get it okay, together, what it? if Padme never died? There you go. Yeah, that's another one. Well, yeah. So that's that, I think they were all that. That's what it, that <laughs> I want to read that comment, but I'm not going to do it. Is a, is a funny comic thing. But I'm gonna what is it? What? I'm going to leave it alone. Um, here's here's the next one. When are we going back to Coruscant? Says El, El, is that El Nini. Um, look, that's a great question. Why do they keep avoiding Coruscant? I know that they switched it. It's not the capital anymore. I get it, but I would love to see it. They mentioned it a couple times, but... I'd love to see Coruscant again. Let's go back to Coruscant. Let's see Coruscant on TV. Um, I think that if we see Coruscant, really? what you don't want to see it? I don't know. Oh man, I spent a lot of time there. It's the coolest you know, planet. Yeah, but you know, Is you it? know, 
because there's parts of it we haven't seen. There's a whole do, part of I, there's a whole part of it that's just like I love the underbelly, of healed. course. I like the the, the oh, yeah, the built upon. Like yeah. that to me, that was always when they did a uh, it was called Bounty Hunter. It was a video game like in 2003 that took a lot of place in the underbelly of Coruscant, and that was awesome. So yeah, yeah I agree. But yeah, yeah. So I think um, I think that if we see it out of all the the if I was gonna there's two well it's possible now nah, I can't see Obi Wan spit it out champ spit it out Just eat it you know what I, I <laughs> eat it, it. <laughs> all right so I was thinking that you and I should talk about <laughs> eat it yeah eat well, your well, chicken yeah. wing eat, yeah eat your chicken breast maybe <laughs> eat your chicken cram breast, it out <laughs> Billy Billy <laughs> yeah anyway the two the two series that I could see them going back to Coruscant is either obi-wan kenobi yeah but the reason why you what do you think so flashbacks the only, the only flashback because going back there is too dangerous for him yeah going back yeah, there so you ain't going, yeah, you ain't going back maybe there. flashback maybe flashback uh but i think the most realistic would be the accolade because 300 yeah, okay. years beforehand it's it's like Boom it's, prime. it's yeah. prime so that's i would say that that's probably when you guys what do you guys think I would love to see with their new technology, especially with their green, the green, what's that called? The green room the gallery. The gallery. Yeah. Um, the the, they can room. totally yeah, it works. I bet it would look even sicker than it did in the sequels. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, it's rife for storytelling and we only got the main capital that we saw in the films is the main capital part of it. So, okay. All right. I see what you're saying. I see what you're laying yeah. down there. All right, here's the uh, here's the next one. I think Mike already answered this one, but we'll we'll read it anyway. I got a chance. To, this is from Gregory Jensen with a very generous super chat. Thank you, Gregory. I got a chance to read the High Republic books and comics, and I'm really impressed with the stories told so far. Have any of you had a chance to read any of the stories yet? If so, your thoughts. So yeah, we did touch on that earlier. Um, yeah, the answer to that is that Steph is reading the the Light novel. Of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Mike is is reading the comics, and when they finish, we'll we'll give it's you know slow uh slow sure, review. We'll for me, it's like always they're doing this thing now in comics where they're they're packaging it to sell. So they're doing six episode story arc instead of like each episode, each issue is a single standalone. They want to package it so you can sell six of them issues in one little book at Barnes and Noble. I get that. So we're going to talk more about it when we get to like five or six. But I am enjoying it very much so. Yeah, and same thing. Steph is a chapter uh, part two of the of the, the volume. Yeah, not the yeah. gallery. That's my fault. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, here's the uh, here's the next one. PLD, the great PLD. With Boba Fett maybe being four episodes, it's rumored that's going to be four episodes, does that open the idea to a multitude of micro-series for characters, whether it's Cad Bane, Hondo, Talon Card? Um, so I think the answer to that question is whether or not it, these things are a success and it's just a matter of how they want to tell their story, right? So if, yeah. if, if to them, if Boba Fett... We only need this is this is going to be a like a four-hour movie. There's a big four-hour script that we have because remember this. This is the, from from the rumors of how the Mandalorian came to be was that Favreau really wanted to do a Boba Fett series. He pitched his show to Dave Filoni as a Boba Fett series. Um, that he he's he's been he was obsessed with Boba Fett. He loved Boba Fett. Really wanted to to bring Boba Fett to, uh, to that. That was what he wanted to do. And Filoni's like, well. There's a couple things with, with Boba Fett you don't really because Favreau knows the movies. He knows the original trilogy. He 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 doesn't, and he says this as much. He he leans on Filoni to give him all of that you know breakdown of of the lore. So he told him he's like, oh, well, this is what's going on with Boba Fett. So they came out with Mandalorian and all this, but Favreau wanted to tell the story, so it was no surprise that he brought Boba Fett back uh, into the story, and now he essentially gets to tell this four hour movie if it is indeed for four episodes and if it is four episodes i believe there'll be longer episodes um and so i this it's it fits for if there's other story maybe lando's four episodes you know it's maybe i don't have a problem with how many episodes if it's like if they start if if it's something like let's say the acolyte again acolytes can be four episodes why you don't you haven't established enough it's just four episodes like who who's in it if they say well it's yeah, only gonna I, be a four episode about the story of Darth Plagueis. Okay, well that 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 makes sense. For if it's just brand new characters and you're telling me like if Mandalorian was four episodes, why? Yeah, I don't know any of these people. I need to learn them more. Yeah, yeah. So, I tell tell the story. Use the amount of episodes to tell the story you want to tell. Like I think that's why you know I, I like Wandavision where it's only nine and you know it's not like the Marvel Netflix where there was thirty. They 
we're guaranteed 13. That's what we're doing. And half those episodes, you're like, okay, we didn't need this episode. This is not doing anything here. Right. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah use, the, think, use the space. And with Boba Fett, I mean, that's a character that we've grown with in movies and in, in for so long that a lot of people wanted to see more of him. Cad Bane we've, is one of the sickest characters, but a lot of people aren't familiar with Cad right. Bane. And right. I think that if we do get Cad Bane, it will be in the Boba Fett series. Now, depending on how that ends, maybe they're leaving it open-ended to see if Cad Bane may- survives and becomes a really popular live-action character maybe but right. i think in really rare events would they make four episode series on characters that we are not familiar with as opposed to just making a show like ahsoka yeah i agree with you uh mm-hmm. I, and and so we're gonna find out because they have so many different things planned out like andor even andor by the way andor i think needs more than four episodes i'd be yeah. okay with one season but i think more than four episodes yeah okay yeah, like a little, like I, I it, because the thing is with Andor, I know where it goes. I know what happens to him. Right. You know, so it is, it, this series for Andor shouldn't really be about too much. We'll learn about his backstory. Hopefully, we learn some of that stuff about his parents were separatists and we learn about all that and why he got involved. That's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm all right with that. But I think that that show should really be about establishing what, like, Steph, you and I were talking about whenever we talked about it last, was establishing both sides. Show me what's going on with the Empire at this side. Show me the real people inside of the Empire. Show me what's going on in the politics side with the rebellion and and all of that, because I don't need the full story of Andor, because I know what happens to him. Yeah, and it's peak Empire to yeah. explore and really get in the politics and the history of it. It would be... It would be a missed opportunity if they didn't, because it could set up other shows or redefine other movies in a different, see movies in a different way. Yep, absolutely. Um, so uh, actually, there was we did that one. I'm trying to make sure we have everybody's before I sign off. Um, oh, is that new? That was last one. That was the last one. That was it. That's all we got so far. Um, before we do jump to another show because sen is going to be on today and by the way big props to the ladies yesterday on sen absolutely annihilated it um and so people and people were so just so you know and this is something i'll address on sen also when we set the goals and everything to what we've decided to do what has been very efficient is that the audience gets to be the producers i mean that's ultimately what it is the audience is a producer so if it's like okay you're sitting around in a producer meeting and like well who do you want to see you want to see this you want to see like who should host it and we said all right well this we'll let the audience produce and at this at this tier at this goal uh, you guys will essentially be able to produce is this what you want and yesterday they produced a, a big big thing is all next week the ladies are hosting the show they're going to be hosting from monday through friday it's a massive massive week and um and they they raised a, a, a hell of a lot yesterday because of that we're able to bring in a freelance editor we're doing some more stuff for first class league so um it was it was super beneficial to the the, the network yesterday so we thank the ladies for that one and speaking of the schmodown speaking of everything going on with the schmodown look at that look at that one wow that is a massive – the fact that these two guys, Dan Merle and Jeff Snyder, have never faced each other, ever. They have never faced each other, uh, free-for-all, sure, but never in singles, never in teams, and they go up against each other in a number one contender match this Friday. And the way you can get it is you go to the schmodownlive.com. You can purchase it there, or you go to patreon.com slash schmodown. You become a $10 patron today, and you'll get that. You'll get the the, the Bibiani Oyama, Dimolanta versus Damon card, and then Ben Bateman versus Mark Riley and John Roca versus Liz Shannon Miller. All of those matches happen this month, and you can get it at the $10 Patreon level. But Jeff Snyder, Dan Merle, the winner faces Mike Kalinowski's buddy, uh, Adam Collins, for the championship. So it's it's a big one. It's going to be a great, yes, great match. And do not miss this one. So um, That graphic's sick. It's great. It's Brian Ward, man. He does all the graphics for this show. He does, he's, he's the official SEN uh, graphic designer, and he's been with us for a long time. He just had a birthday recently. And by the way, big birthday shout-out to Kate Mulligan and Brett Sheridan. Yes! Your birthday, both of birthdays today? Both birthdays today, yeah. Same so, wow. Yeah, same day. So it's a, so happy birthday to both of them. Um, okay, look. This is a uh, this is an amazing amazing show. I'm very happy that you know even though with limited news we we still did it, boys and girls. We still did it, and I'm excited about it. And Steph and I are going to be over on uh, Stereo at 10 a.m. So please come and join us. Please come and join us. Head on over to Stereo.com/slash Christian Harloff. You want to ask some questions? You want to get your voice in there? Sometimes we like to put the the voices in there. And uh, hey hey hey, 
Hey, hey, answer this question. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, so this is Steph just put this in here, by the way. So every Game of Thrones actor that ever appeared in Star Wars. Um, were there that were there that many? Let's see. Yes. Oh my god, I can't I can't do this. This is one of those I like, click through. Oh, here no, no, you can scroll down. Okay, Gwendolyn Christie, Pedro Pascal, Amelia Clark. Uh here, you know what? We'll do this. We'll do this. We'll we'll, we'll show what are you uh, doing? What are you doing? Why don't you relax your face before your face falls off? <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's here is the link. So st- thank you to Steph for actually doing something. And Mike doesn't do anything on this show. All right, so we <laughs> I do stuff. Yeah, you eat, eat chicken breast right before it starts. I hey like Billy. It. All right, re- relax here, Biff. Oh, the yeah, website so- looks different to you. Okay. Okay, so we got Gwendolyn Christie. Oh, I see how you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Pedro Pascal. Amelia Clark. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Ian White. I see. Oh yeah. yeah that's right. Who's this? She was she was she was a twilight. That's um Tonks. From uh, Harry Nymphador Potter. Tonks. He, Harry Potter, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. what was he? He was in he, um, he voiced Tiber Swan of Star Wars Rebels. Okay. Yeah, he was also know. in Rome, by the way. He's great in Rome. He was more uh who the hell was he in? He wasn't Mark Anthony. Who was he in Rome? I can't remember. Shoot, somebody big. Who was he? He was both Jane Donna. Oh, you're right. Absolutely he was. Thomas Brody Sangster the played officer in the pre in the new tree in the new trilogy. I think I think last Skywalker. He was in last was Skywalker. Okay. I think so, yeah. Julian Glover was you yeah. know, Empire Strikes Back. All right. That's right. Was that it? Well, I mean, that's a, I mean, what is that it? That's a lot still. There's yeah, I think there's a little bit more, but they're not putting it's not like that. Not doing all the like, yeah, yeah, it's not main characters that you would pick up from Game of Thrones, but they're like crossover in the background. Yeah, it was uh, that was a fair amount. Though. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, from, from all the voice stuff and all that stuff, too. OK, look, we're going to be heading on over to uh, stereo right now. Please join us. Thank you guys so very much for joining us. Thank you to Mike. Thank you to Steph. And thank you to you guys. We'll be back here next week, as always. As always. I can feel your anger. It gives you focus. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.